Welcome to the Guys from Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. Today's first question comes to us via Instagram, oddly enough. Yep. Vanessa has asked us, how would you like to die in a horror film? Back into the Halloween groove. Yeah. Got three weeks straight of horror stuff. We try and spread the horror stuff around through the rest of the year, just because there is... I know a lot I, of questions asked regarding Because horror. a lot of my social media people are horror because mm-hmm. it is based on the fact that I work at iHorror. Mm-hmm. But I realize iHorror doesn't have a podcast yet. There is still that conflict of interest thing where I don't want to be like, hey, yeah, I'm doing it with this other thing. Right. But it's Halloween, so we talk about horror because everybody does. It's, it's what you do during Halloween. And we like horror stuff. Yeah. So... I mean, we got past our epically long Seinfeld podcast yesterday, or last week, I should say. (laughs) That's not even behind the curtain. Dave's just tired. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a long day, you guys. Just bear with me. We got past our our Seinfeld to open up October, but now it's like all horror all the time. Yep. We've got some great ones coming down the pipe. We've already been asked a bunch of questions that we're going to try and get to as many as we can. Yeah. So we will try and move a little bit quicker just to make sure we can try and cover what you guys have been asking. Instead of just talking about this for... An hour and 20 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. And yes, we will talk about the election. Dave's super excited for it. We're going to do that as the second part of our first November week podcast because that'll be what we are doing and an election talk, which saves Dave from having to do election talk for a full episode. Can't wait. Really looking forward to that one, you guys. We have to. I know. It's been asked of me so many times. Well, so. and even for a guy who has nothing but disdain for politics, but also has really been not paying attention, you can't help but Pay know little, what's going yeah. on in the exactly. election. Like, I haven't watched the debates because I've been working, but, like, anyway. That's 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 for a month from now. Three weeks from now. Whatever. Yeah. So today, we're going to just jump both feet into horror of October. Yep. So, how do we want to die in a horror movie? Mm-hmm. Are you just asking me? Yeah, I get... Sure. <laughs> that is the question. Well, I wasn't sure if that was like we were just re-examining what the question was and we were going to start into a conversation or if it's like, hey, Dave, how would you like to die in a horror movie? So then you asked the question and it was just this lull. Yep. Where we both kind of stared at each other like, oh, am I supposed to be talking? <laughs> I'm tired today, guys. 137 episodes. We're still feeling out how we talk to each other. We're still finding our groove. <laughs> Can't wait for 197. <laughs> right about there, I think we'll start clipping along. That's what episode 197 will be, is we found our stride. <laughs> It'll just be about walking? <laughs> sure. I guess. Why not? I hope somebody legitimately asks for a walking podcast uh-huh. right around there. Nice. Only 60 more episodes, guys. Yeah. 60 more episodes. 2018-ish. Jeebus. That is frightening to think about. Uh, I mean, I guess there's all kinds of different ways to die in a horror movie. Like, yeah. I mean, there's slashers, there's being eaten by some sort of creature, there's yep. traumatic shock, yep. I suppose. Like, we've certainly seen... Scared to death. Scared to death, yeah. Sure. We've certainly, I mean, do you count Final Destination as horror movies? Yeah. So what like else would they be? I, I suppose suspense, maybe. But I guess suspense yeah. and horror can kind of be lumped in the same category. They can. This Final Destination is also kind of gory. So, whereas a sure. lot of like the pure suspense movies are more the tension and the atmosphere, right? 
where it, like the witch is more suspense horror sure. than horror horror. Yeah, you could say the so, same about The Shining, where it's yeah. Although that one's probably even more horror than The Witch is, because yeah. The Witch is a period piece with atmosphere and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. I think I need to rewatch The Witch. It's on Netflix. I know. I heard that. Yeah. I've got. So I, I know a couple people who have seen it since I saw it in the theater, and since you and I have talked about it, right? Because um, I was the one that was telling you to see it because it's yeah. awesome. And then I saw it, and I was just like, eh, like, okay, whatever. And then I, I've got a friend who's watching a horror movie per day in October. Oh, 31 is, Days of Horror. Yeah, yep. which is kind of fun. I actually have a few friends who, who are doing it, and she'll every day she'll update October 4th, The Witch, October 5th, this. And, yep. And uh, so I texted her, and I said, what did you think of The Witch? And she really didn't care for it. She thought it was just meh. Mm-hmm. But on the weekend for Canadian Thanksgiving, we were out at my family cabin and my cousin's fiance asked if I had seen it and she really liked it. And I, so it, I think my situation, my circumstance had a lot to do with why I didn't care for the movie. It could be. I was at the theater with a bunch of people who really didn't know what they were seeing. And I think they were expecting more of a horror and less of a thoughtful, uh, atmospheric. Yeah kind of look into hysteria yeah and yeah. so as a result i got pulled into their energy and so i would like to rewatch it and give it a fair shake yeah and you know somewhere it's where a slow burn and it's it is a slow burn a slow and burn. i can definitely see why there are why it was well received and why yep. some people really liked it why you liked it why chelsea liked it but at the time i was just like all i could think about was this is kind of lame and i think partially because i went in expecting something else as well that could so be going in and watching it again with a more appreciative eye, yeah, might might change it. I might still, I might still come out and be like, meh, still didn't care for it. But I it's think I, I think it deserves a, a second shot. I feel the same way about Catcher in the Rye, but I'm still worried to read that because I really didn't like that book. <laughs> Just watch the movie. Is there actually a movie? I'm sure there's a movie. Catcher in the Rye. You would think so. There's got to be, right? Yeah. I mean, it was one of the most popular books of the 60s 70s 60s 60s whatever meh one of the most popular books of the 20th century there you go and most popular books from the 20th century tend to get made into movies but i've never heard of i don't know whatever i don't really care john's looking it up right now i'm waiting with a bated breath maybe not huh well give it two years (laughs) anyway um yeah so there's like final destination I guess you could lump that into horror. And despite the fact that I haven't seen them, I know that there's a lot of like crazy deaths. deaths and stuff yep. like that. So like, I guess there's a few different ways that we could approach this. Like, do we approach this based on each genre or like just sure. what are the most fun ways to die? Like, well, that would, that almost essentially ties into final destination. And that's a better conversation if you've seen them. Right. I think the funnest ways, because most of the crazy Rube Goldberg machine Final Destination deaths right. would take up the fun ways to die, although they're all pretty horrible for the person dying. Right. I guess, yeah. I mean, I assume that Vanessa is saying if we were actors in a movie, yeah. how would we like to our characters to die? Not like. Like Lenny with it, baby button eyes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> if not, as opposed to like if we were living out an actual horror movie and we were going to die, like... Right, yeah, no. Because that's, that, that's that's way more grim. Well, we also did the how would you want to die in eaten, the Lost pad, yeah. yeah, podcast. Yeah, we did the being, being eaten. Being, yeah. being eaten Swarms one, yeah. of things or one big thing. Or, yeah. 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 We so, covered that. We certainly did. So how would my... Like, if I was playing a character, what would, how would I like to see myself on screen being killed? That is not something I ponder often. 
but kind of an intriguing question. Well, it's Halloween season. It is. Which is the perfect time to think about something like this. Yeah. Like, I like the idea of, like, a, a shark attack-related death, where it's like you're swimming and he kind of eats you from, like, all, you're you're trying to swim away from him, and all of a sudden it's just like... Jaws-like? Yeah. Basically. The last thing that are, are flailing are your arms, because they're the last thing he eats. That could be an inch, like, and then the water just goes red. Like, that one I could see... A lot of times, though, unless it's a really gory modern shark movie, I brought up Jaws. Sure. If you're thinking about Jaws, other than the first girl in Jaws 1, most of the deaths are, they disappear, and then it goes red. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so it's not this, like a crazy, you don't focus on you a lot. So if you're just wanting to kind of be in the background to progress the story. Sure. Then classic shark attack. Or ghost shark. Fair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think there were some pretty good deaths in ghost shark. Well, the, yeah. I mean, sliding through a slip and slide, and then the shark, like, comes out at the end, and you basically slide into this ghost shark's mouth. That's a pretty sweet way to go. Uh, Being eaten from the inside out after having a drink of water (laughs) was also kind of amazing. Yeah. And yes, we were asked to talk about bad horror movies, B-horror movies, yeah. that we really enjoyed. And we will, but we needed more time. Yeah, today's kind of a quick day for me. I have to go to a meeting like right after we finish recording this, so, so it's going to be kind of a like, we let's wanted- do this Fast and Furious, and I don't have time to prepare this. So there's a couple that... We gonna- wanted to give due process to, so yeah. those will happen. Yeah. So, Bear? Meh. Okay. I mean, although, like, if you think about The Revenant, like, the way that Leo was attacked by a bear in The Revenant. Yeah. Like, I know that's not a horror movie, but that sort of bear attack where it's just gnarly and gruesome and, like... So, like, a grisly rage sort of idea. Yeah, like, protecting its cubs sort of thing instead of just, like... I like the fact that you took that literally and I meant the movie Grizzly Rage, but yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. No, you, you get the basic premise, though. It's a bear out for revenge a very large bear out for revenge sure okay (laughs) then yes exactly like that where it's just like you get thrown around and slashed at and like yeah that could be interesting i would have no objection to that but i mean it's not one that immediately jumps to the forefront right yeah pelicans i I don't know a movie with that do you please tell me that there's one like this and how have i not seen it yet? if there is one please tweet at me at sean cord i will track it down and watch it because i've seen lampreys okay frogs and piranhas obviously piranhas yeah piranhas quite often gators and crocodiles Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um we also didn't talk about the super intelligent sharks from deepest bluest sea the true. ones that can swim backwards and have crazy teeth because they're Mako sharks? Yeah. yeah. But we also did just talk about, in our Guilty Pleasure podcast, we talked about Deep Blue Sea. So. True. But that is another shark attack possibly. That is true. Where it yeah. is a little bit more gory and aggressive that as is opposed true. to Jaws. Yeah. Like, Samuel Jackson's death in Deep Blue Sea is pretty epic. Yep. Uh, giant scorpion. Once you get into atomic animals, it's all giant stuff, sure. right? Like yeah. giant iguana. The scorpion that, like, tears you in half or crushes you yep. or takes that helicopter out of the air. Sure. That's the black scorpion, I think it's called. Okay. Wow, that's a big, big, big scorpion. Yeah. Is there... 
What's a Simpsons episode where he gets cut in half by some sort of gigantic insect? Uh, Bart's thinking about how the money should be used. Oh, yeah, and right. he gets giant mechanical ants. Right. Okay, so giant mechanical ants. Sure. <laughs> so are you are you leaning towards a natural monster death then? I don't know. Because that's like, where you started. That's where I started just because that was kind of my, my jumping off point. But I, like, those are... Those are good. Like, I mean, it would be cool to see your character die in any kind of way. If you could pick an animal, and it doesn't have to be in, and I know we did being eaten, but yeah. that podcast is gone. If you could pick any animal to be devoured by in a horror movie, what would it be? Mm. And I know I threw pelicans out before, and that's really tempting, <laughs> but... I think, like, a gator or a crocodile would be pretty... Gnarly. Okay. I think that one be like a gigantic, like one of those twenty foot gators. They get down in Florida, and like yeah. or the because there's Rogue and there's Lake Placid where sure. it's the giant ones. And yeah, all that sort of something stuff. Something like too. that, but like where they pull you in and like they drown you, and you see that shot where they're drowning you, like tossing you around and everything like that. Yeah. I think that one would be if you could like really extend that death. I think that would be a fun one to see my character die. So okay. that's what I'm gonna go with. Go with. For this section. Fair enough. Yeah. What about you? Giraffes. I've seen it in Zombies when okay. zombie giraffes attack people in trees because they're zombie giraffes <laughs> and it's amazing. Sure. But it's just like giraffe or something. I think that because that becomes super memorable, right? Right. When you are attacked by something that is incredibly weird, like giraffes have gone crazy and have a taste for flesh. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. So then, when people say, "Oh, you were in this song, you were in this movie," what, what, how did your character die? Well, I was eaten by a giraffe. That was you! Oh my god! That was god. totally me. See? Oh, I love that scene. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. That is very, that is very memorable. Yeah. I guess yeah. There's a there's a fine line between like memorable and like gory. Yeah. So it depends on which way you want to tread. Although mem- like, giraffes could be memorably gory. That is true. A bunch of them, like, tearing you limb from limb. They just wrap their necks around you and, like, <laughs> sever you in half. Yeah, see? Now you're thinking giraffe horror. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a new project for us to write. <laughs> okay, now if we go, like, typical slasher-type film. Right. I mean, and at this point, like, there's we can run the gamut of, like... Friday the 13th. Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nightmare on Elm Street. I was actually going to tie that. I I was thinking about it while we've been talking because you've never seen Final Destination. No. We could do the fun ones as you could do something from Freddy and I could do something from Final Destination. Okay. okay. Style-wise. Sure. Right? Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, it is a slasher, but it's the whole dream thing. Like, suddenly he's the TV. Right. Or there he is and you're eating pizza. Whatever. Like, it's... <laughs> That's strange enough that it could tie into the mouse eating chocolate that is by the train wires that the train wires then get severed so that wait, there's a train crash that smashes, the, like, that sort of stuff. That is such a... God, I need to see those movies. Like, it's just <laughs> such a... Now that I've talked... Because you see the ads for them, you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. But when you actually talk to people who enjoy them, it's like, oh, wow. Those sound like... And the acting, it's bad teen acting, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Whatever. It's Rube Goldberg machines that kill people. Pretty much. Which is so cool. Like, yep. 
The fan turns on, which moves a cantaloupe, and the cantaloupe hits the locking mechanism on the tanning bed that she's... Like, it's just... I don't so remember if that was how the tanning bed one worked, but there's something like that. Yeah, like just something... Well, when we, I think it was the Guilty Pleasure podcast again. We were talking oh, about was. that, and you were like, you start to expect what's going to happen. You start to figure out, you try to figure out how this person is going to die in this situation. And then they twisted it in that, in five or whatever. Yeah. Or the, I can't remember which. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that, that sounds pretty enjoyable. We're talking about that now. So which, yeah. which of those, what Rube Goldberg or Dream style thing? As you know, Nightmare better than as the movies you haven't seen. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably a fair assumption on my part. Yeah. I mean, I know them better in the sense that I've seen them. Yes, exactly. But I mean, like, I don't know the last time I saw the original Nightmare and like the, the yeah, remake. Yeah, but you don't have to pick one from that. No. You just know how Freddy works. Mm-hmm. Whereas you've never seen death work in Final Destination. You've just heard me talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of the Nightmare on, on Evergreen Terrace versions like where Bart's in the playground and like at one point oh no I was going to say Willie comes out of the sandbox but that's how Bart traps him is by yep. covering over the sandbox and with like, grass because he's the lawnmower he's the lawnmower yeah but then so he sinks and but he was able to come out as the bagpipe spider right right yep. <sighs> I'm rereading it right now ah yeah I'm about a third of the way through and just nice. kind of plowing my way through and it's just like that that would be like a pretty memorable way to go. Like any way that anybody dies in the mo- the book, it like yep. Bill's brother Georgie who has his arm ripped off and like, mm-hmm. oh man, that's that's a way to do it right there. Stephen King warped man. <laughs> yep, but in the best sort of way. Yeah, like I, I, there's something to be said about dreamscapes and like how. Anything is possible in your subconscious. Yep. And like just trying to think of one off the top of my head, I'm like I'm just getting so nervous. I'm like I can't I can't think of I feel like I can't think of anything that far fetched as my subconscious can. And like just the weird things that I've been dreaming dreaming about lately. I'm like I wake up. I'm like, how do I come up with these things? What is wrong with my psyche? So I want you to start so I can think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go with, I'm at a hardware store okay, and a hummingbird gets in to the hardware <laughs> store because there's a, like flies through the door. Yeah. The hummingbird lands on a bird feeder, which is slightly off balance. So then it tips over the bird feeder. The hummingbird takes off. The bird feeder lands on a chainsaw thing. And then somebody who is walking by trips on the bird feeder starting the chainsaw which then starts running and it heads up a ramp that's showing off lawn furniture flips over the top of one of the things and then bifurcates me in half while I'm having a conversation probably with either the hero if I'm dying in Final Destination like that it's probably about midway through Right. so I'm either talking to who ends up being the final girl or the hero I'm just pulling stuff out because I like it. That's the idea. I'd watch that. <laughs> that that sounds so absurd, but I feel like that's the point of these. Is like pretty much. I mean, I've run chainsaws before and know that it's physically impossible for a chainsaw oh, to definitely. like drag itself along the ground. Oh yeah, but it doesn't matter because when I see that in a movie, I don't give a crap. Yeah, because well, it... when it happens like that, so. 
dumb but so cool. It's like firing nail guns. Nail guns can't fire unless they're pressed against something. But you see nail guns firing. Yeah. So you don't care. Yeah. I mean, I have physically witnessed somebody being like my cousin being shot at by a nail gun by my brother-in-law. But that's because he like literally pulled back on the safety yeah. himself. And I'm just like. Somebody just holding a nail gun and shooting it. Or is it like work. randomly exactly. going yeah. off like it unless does in Tucker and Dale. Yeah. Unless you've. Somehow it. disable the right. Yeah, and there's a difference between like because I mean we I was using an upholstery stapler today and those don't have a safety right, but it's an upholstery staple. It's gonna do nothing. Yeah, but like and that's the thing. Like I have issues watching movies with people who instantly well that can't happen. Derek's one of those people. Like, hey Derek, how's that movie? Meh, not very believable. I'm like, <laughs> well, was yeah. it supposed to be? <laughs> It's a horror movie, dude. I, and I don't have an example offhand, but like, there's been a couple times where he's come in and be like, oh, it, was, it was okay. It was, wasn't very believable. I'm like, it's a movie. There has to be some suspension of disbelief. You're in theater where we suspend disbelief all the time. Can't yep. you do that just to be entertained? Now, sometimes, like, if it's supposed to be set in realism, it's fine. But, like, a movie like Final Nightmare Destination or Final Destination. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. doesn't matter if... I don't care if a chainsaw can't physically make enough traction to get pulled up this ramp. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No. It's fun when it happens. Like, oh, that wouldn't happen, but I don't even care. Yeah. Because he just got... Bifurcated. Bifurcated. Yeah. By a flying chainsaw that was started by a hummingbird who got into the the (laughs) hardware store and landed on a bird feeder. Oh, God, I love it. Um, That still didn't give me enough time because I was so focused on you. Um, <laughs> See, that's the problem with Final Destination Rube Goldberg machine deaths is you you really want to pay attention to the process. Yeah, yeah, because it's just like, you know, if you would have just started, it's like, as soon as you said Hummingbird, it's like, well, damn it. Now I have to see where this is going. Because I immediately started going, I have a different way, like the chaos theory where like a butterfly flaps its wings and, you know, it's just like, just the, the flapping of the Hummingbird's wings sets something else off and that goes in that and that and that. And it's like, oh, he lands on the bird. Oh, okay, well, that's... Yeah. Uh, yep. Not the direction I thought it was going to go. No. Nope. Which apparently is the fun of Final de- Destination. It very much is. Huh. <laughs> All right, then. God. People are just sitting there waiting, like, come on, Dave, come up with something. I can't. I just can't. So Dave throws a water bottle out, but it doesn't quite make it into the <laughs> trash can. And when, as it rolls down, a maintenance guy slips on that water bottle. That water bottle, the guy who slips on the water bottle, lets his leaf blower go. Nice. The leaf blower, like, sails through the air and then starts blowing a whole bunch of chains, which Dave doesn't notice, and Dave gets a little bit tangled up in the chains. And you think that's probably how he's going to die, but he starts, like, unraveling himself from the chains. But what you didn't notice is that the water bottle kept rolling, and it bumped into a sleeping (laughs) cougar. And that cougar wakes up and mauls the crap out of Dave. Perfect. Got you covered. Right back to, like, that's a mix between Final Destination and Creature Film. Yep. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's totally like a Final Destination 5 style death. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because even then I was like, okay, so, like, I'm fumbling in the chains and I kind of get myself wrapped up. So, and then I was like, in my head... There was something attached to the chain up top, and so, so it like pulled it, down. it pulled down. And, and that's then, the that would be the first few final destinations where it's like there is a, like right, a, right. a cinder block, or there's right. a whole bunch of like sharp scrap metal or something that's going to come down and pierce you or whatever. Right. But 
in the later one, it is where you're like, oh, man, okay, I, I almost, yeah. like, strangled, I was choking a little bit. But then a water bottle wakes up the cougar, and then you, like, turn around and mauled by a cougar. Amazing. Because in my mind, it's like, okay, so then the I I, loose, I hit the chains, and then the scrap metal comes down and it lands, but it, like, pierces the ground all around me, but it doesn't do anything, so, like, I can still actually walk out, and as I do, I get hit by a bus. Yeah. <laughs> that would also work. Yeah. And just like, whew, good thing I avoided all that scrap metal. Wow! <laughs> yeah. And then I'm dead. Those are kind of the best deaths because <laughs> they're really fun. They're just up with so those. ridiculous. Yep. Or the scrap metal cuts through, and there's actually a cave underground, nice. but and you land safely Ooh. in the cave. <laughs> so that's totally okay. But it's filled with some sort of like it slowly chuds starts. or warlocks or okay, sure, chuds. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the Simpsons, and that's when the chuds came after me. <laughs> well, it's. Of course you're going to have a bad time if you feel focus on the pimps and the chuds. <laughs> ah, we missed a lot last week because it was all Seinfeld all the time. Whereas yep. I feel like because of all the Treehouse of Horrors and just random Simpsons references, we're back with a vengeance. Yep, exactly. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think the the real lesson here, regardless of how much more we talk about this, yeah. is that I would want to be in a final destination. <laughs> it just, it just seems to be the case for you. They're so fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, Devoured by the Blob. Okay. Yeah. Killed in a Godzilla movie. Cool. I like. I love Kaiju. Trampled on. Yeah. Sure. I mean. But it's not as fun as no. anything that You're we just You're just some said. guy who's running and, like, gets squashed by a big reptile foot. Yep. And, I mean, like, even a slasher, like, I mean, um, who's the first person to die in Psycho? Uh, the, the first woman to die. Like, the, the woman to die. Vivian Lee? Whatever. Janet Lee. Yeah. And that's, okay. Vivian Lee is in 30s. Right. Okay. So yeah. Janet Lee is the one in, in Psycho. And, like, everybody remembers that death. Like, yep. it is such an iconic death. Yeah. But it's still just getting stabbed repeatedly by, spoilers alert, Anthony Perkins? I guess. I guess. Like... You're just stabbed to death in the shower. You're stabbed to death in the shower. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you're just literally massacred by a chainsaw. Like, they're... Friday the 13th has some fun, though. Yeah. Like, there is... Which one is that? Five? No, five is the one that doesn't have Jason in it. Six? Or three? I don't remember which one it is. But it's the one where he, he like, drags her out in of the tent in the sleeping bag and then just smashes her against a tree. Wow! Okay. I'll have to double check to make sure which one that is. It's yeah. later. Okay. I'm, but, like, I feel like at a certain point you can, you have to get past the slasher because it's like, well... You can only kill the same person so many times. Yep. So, yeah, but, like, Slasher, it's fun to be in them. And, like, all the Scream movies, you know, there's the odd one in the, like, the the surroundings and, like, the, the circumstances that they were in. Yeah. But he still just came with the, like, the, the knife and basically stabbed them. Yep, pretty much. And same with, like, I know what you did last summer. He was the, the guy with the rusty hook, the, the hook right? Yep. Like, they're all just, he still killed them in the same way, just different circumstances. Right. Whereas it's it's better once they kind of expand past that. It's like, okay, well, now we need to come up with different things. Yep. So, uh, did I tell you I was at the Saddle Dome last year and I saw, like, normally I don't care for people who wear jerseys that don't have, like, a player's name on them or anything like that. Yeah. Unless it's their own. I used to have, like, Smith on my on the back because I, whatever. Sure. But I saw somebody last year with 13 and Voorhees as their name bar. See, like, that's great. I was like, I think you I actually, mentioned that. Because I, I went up, I like, I told the person, I was like, I love your jersey. I love the name on your jersey. It's like, that's pretty great. Yeah. So in that sense, it's like, if it's something kind of clever like that, 
I can appreciate it, but a beer stud! Like, yeah, no, that's inappropriate. Yeah, that's awkward. Yeah, so I think I saw somebody, and this is only for Flames fans, but the, the number was 04, and then the name bar said it was in. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm like, that. Ah, I appreciate it. I, I get the... Fine. I get it. But yeah, anyway, it's just like, there are some Jersey Fouls. I'm like, technically, that's probably a Jersey Foul, but I don't care because it's a great reference. Yeah. So, um, do you have anything else? I mean, I think we both just decided that the more unique and the more fun and the more memorable, the better the, the yeah. death is. Like, yeah, yeah. Getting... Well, I think you still owe us a Rube Goldberg machine death. Okay, well... Because I think that's kind of where the funnest part of this has been, yeah. is thinking up Final Destination-style deaths. Most definitely. Give me, like, I'll come back next week with a really good one. Be like, okay, I thought about it. <laughs> when it's off topic. Yeah. yeah. That'll be my, my contribution. What happened to your improv skills, man? Oh, Just pick something. I... Too much pressure. There's no pressure. Hate th- <laughs> it's the guys from podcasts. There's no pressure. <laughs> the most important thing you have to remember is there's no pressure. Everyone's just listening and waiting for you to come up with something. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, no pressure. That's that's great. I'm not, like, Buster Blue thing right now just having a massive panic attack. <laughs> okay, so the blue part is obviously the ground. There's land, so that means the green part is... Uh... <laughs> I was watching Arrested Development while cooking last night. Gotcha. It was one of those, like, I know I need to watch Narcos and all these shows on Netflix, but, like, when I'm cooking and don't, you don't I'm have not the, paying you attention, full I just attention need to something it. on in the background. I was like, time to start this from the beginning again. <laughs> yeah. So, it's on my mind. That's fair. Yeah. I, like, I feel like it helps if you've actually seen them because then you kind of have an idea. But I mean, like, even just what you've described, I'm like, I should be able to come up with something. That's why I'm surprised that you haven't yet. Because you just take a a situation and run with it into a way that it kills you. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, I'm on the golf course. Okay. And I tee the ball off and it hits a tree. Okay. And the ball bounces back, but it doesn't hit me. Okay. But what it does... Um, I'm just going to be a creature film again. Damn it! I was like, awake some sleeping... But it hits, but it hits a bear. Oh, yeah. crap. Sean yeah. just said that one. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so I'm on the golf course. I tee the ball off. Wait, wait, wait. I got you on this. It So it comes back at you, and there's a sleeping bear behind you. And you're like, okay, that's totally what's going to kill Dave. Yeah. But the bear takes off running and, and like jumps and he jumps through a cart and the two guys who are on the cart get knocked off and the cart starts driving directly at you so you start running from the cart you're just like nope i'm not dying this way you got something to finish this so i it's gonna be a simpsons reference so i come running and to avoid the cart as it comes right as it comes along i turn and uh i step on one rake but it has the other rake that's like the teeth are so like I step on the one rake a la Sideshow Bob. Right. But as there's three or four different rakes at a bunker, the other one is laying right on top with its teeth up. Yeah. And so as I do, I step on the one and it flips up, but it also flips the other one. And the the teeth of the rake go right into my eyes and puncture through my brain. There you go. There. That's that's my death. Okay, I got more now, I'm sure. They're fun now, they aren't are, they? <laughs> yeah. 
once you get past that first one, it's just like, yeah. you just kind of take the ball and run with it. Yeah, exactly. Because it was like, I don't want to do yet just another creature thing, cause, but like... I got you through it. It also needs to be that, that extra step, right? Because it was you like, okay, the, the ball, then it... Yeah. Yep. Then the bear comes and kills me. Like, that's no fun. But it's like, okay, the bear comes and like... And everybody's that thinking, cart, and oh man, sudden, yeah. that's what's going to kill Dave. Yeah. No. Okay, it's the cart that's going to run him over. And then like right at the last minute, I turn and bam, rake in the face. Yeah. Yeah. That's way better. <laughs> See, now that you have a taste for it, and now that I have a taste for it, I'm like, I kind of want to just keep doing a couple more of these and yeah. then do the ad. Yeah. Okay. You have another one? Oh, it's not. I just start talking and see where okay, it goes, we'll basically. <laughs> and you can take over when you like, I suppose. You're making dinner and suddenly your dog starts whining a little bit. So you go to see what it is. But you have the heat on the stove up really, really, really high. Mm-hmm. And when you're putting down, you're just wiping your hands on a towel and you put it over the rack thing on the oven, like yep. the handle yep. thing. Uh, and as you walk out, though, just because the, the pot is boiling so hard, the, the rag starts to slip down and then falls on the floor. So everyone who's seen movies like this is like, oh, man, Dave's going to slip on that yeah. and get horribly scalded. Yeah. Do you want to take it from there or shall I keep No, going? keep going. I'm starting to work on my own. <laughs> okay. So you come back. Your dog's fine. And yeah. just saw a rabbit or something sure. like that and wanted to go outside and chase it. Whatever. Fine. Yeah. So you come back in and then you walk like, so you walk up to your stove. You're like, ooh, that, that's boiling too hard. Yeah. And you do step on the thing and you kind of slide, but you do that Shaun of the Dead thing where you don't even really stop and just kind of, <laughs> and you, as you turn the, the knob on your stove to turn it off. The hood over on the the thing just yeah. you didn't even notice all of the steam and it had like loosened the screws on it <laughs> dead. <laughs> so I just falls. Yeah, nice. So I used and this is a final destination thing for sure. I used the original thing that looks like it's going to kill you, but in a way that you weren't thinking about. <laughs> nice, I like it. Uh... <laughs> That's amazing. I hope they add all of these to Netflix so that way you could just oh, like seriously. spend a weekend and watch them. Yeah. You know, that would be fun. Um, okay. So I'm walking down the street to go letter, mail a letter. Okay. okay. You can change it to me if you like, cause we've killed you a few Whatever. times. I don't like dying a lot. Sure. Sounds like fun. Uh, so I'm walking down. Well, I mean like that one could have been you if you had a dog. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so, okay. I'm walking down the street to go mail a letter. Um, and I'm reaching into the mailbox. And as I do, there's a kid who comes up by on his bike. So I jump out of the way of the bike. Right. And as I do, I land on the curb and kind of sprain my ankle. Okay. Um, so I'm hopping around because, uh, you know, my ankle is sore. And then as that happens... Uh, I don't realize that there's street work happening and there's an open manhole. Okay. And so, uh, hmm, I just went really gory. Fine. So as I'm, I'm hopping around and I actually. When you see a gymnast break her spine in half and flop over in Final Destination, you'll be fine with gore in these situations. So I don't realize that there's a truck coming as I'm hopping around, but there's also an open manhole. Right. So as I'm hopping around, and this might be a little bit more predictive and I'm not doing that final step, Man. but as I do, and as I fall down, you think, oh, he's just going to get out of the way of the truck, but no, not quite. And it like careens right into my face. And basically like, have you ever seen like what happens when an elevator goes up and something doesn't make it 
through the door and it slides up the elevator and like that part gets yeah so yeah. like the rest of my body goes through the into the, the open manhole but my head keeps going along with the truck so I literally just get decapitated okay I'm still new at these and I haven't really thought about them but that one seems like I mean at that point I'm like that seems pretty gruesome yeah so it is. yeah <laughs> But you've been, I think you're also slightly put off by the fact that I'm doing like multi-tiered, yeah. like screws are loosening here, but yeah. at the same time it's tied to this. Yours are really like intricate and like Rube Goldberg-y and mine are just like. But that's, that is a situation where the death happens in a way that maybe you're not expecting. Sure. It. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, it could happen in a movie sense, like. That's pretty far-fetched to happen in real life. Yeah. But, like, it didn't take that extra twist. Like, I managed to get through the the manhole, and then there's something down below that, like, does me in. Yeah, it could be. Or you catch the front of the truck somehow miraculously surviving, but it impacts into a barricade, so you're, like, you're smashed that way. Driven by a drunk driver, actually, and, like, ends up going into a roadblock or something. Mole man who can't reach the, the pedal for brake. Right. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, and I think I just need to kind of expand it on there, but whatever. It's 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 <laughs> interesting to think about. Now I'm going to start thinking about these, like, I'll be sitting in my production meeting today being like, okay, so I'm going to do this and then this. I'm going to text message at, like, 8 o'clock tonight. Yeah. Or it'll just be this whole Rube Goldberg <laughs> thing. I'll be like, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. So, anyway, this is fun. It's a way better way to, it's a better way to end the podcast than just, like, okay, or, sorry. we can. I mean, <laughs> and this this segment i'm in yeah is there any other contributions you want like i mean these are definitely the best ones yeah this is this is the funnest way to go yeah this is the way i would want it the most memorable and the the most creative versus just like getting stabbed yeah that would be kind of lame i'm thinking i'm still considering how i could help you with your mailbox one okay and I think that when you jumped out of the way instead of twisting twisting your ankle if you snapped your arm in the mailbox. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that way, like, you're you're not quite stuck in the mailbox, but you are in a whole lot of pain that way. Right. And I think I liked where you were going with that as your first step. Mm-hmm. But I think if the scene previous is because usually it's high school slash college kids. Sure. If you're walking to the mailbox and it's the track and field practice on the other side, you could very easily. It's like, oh, man, truck and manhole. There's no way Dave's getting through that. But you miraculously do get through that. So you and grab onto like, the truck and just kind of like. No, you don't have to grab onto the truck. You, like, literally just barely oh, squeak past yeah. it, and it zooms past you. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, man, I totally thought that's that how was Dave it. was going to be. Yeah. And you, like, freak out, and you're just, like, backing up, holding your arm. And as you turn around, javelin through the face. Oh, I was thinking hammer from hammer throw, but, like, yeah. Javelin. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because if it's something so innocuous, like... You you just pass and it's just like there's the track and field and it's not that big a deal. It's or you just started like, there. You're watching it in the bleachers because your girlfriend in the film is on the track and field sure. team and perhaps she's the one that throws the javelin that kills you. Right. So it's just it's that extra step of taking it to where right. like, oh I gotta mail my like I got a bill to pay and I'm mailing it in for whatever. So reason. kind of starting with the thing that it's like the original part of the scene. Yep. Like with with 
me in the scene previous where I was cooking and like yes oh that's so why it's kind of like bookending it with yeah I so see, I started yeah. you there that yeah. way we have an idea of what's going on I got gotcha. you or the hardware store where at, after I described it I'm like so we're there discussing some sort of like we need a plan how do we stop this can we make ourselves safe by barricading ourselves or right. whatever yeah that's why we're at the hardware store something interesting that does sound I, I like that idea I like that that kind of just bringing it back and. Yep. Yeah, okay. Okay. I like it. Now, because we did say we were going to answer more questions, we should probably stop. Probably. I could continue doing this quite easily, but we shouldn't. So our second question is brought to you by Gustav Kaibo's Racing Yachts. Make an impression at your next regatta with the real handcrafted old world style of Gustav Kaibo's racing yachts. Using only the finest in turn of the century craftsmanship, your classic timber form yacht will draw the eye and the patron as you glide across the water. That's Gustav Kaibo's racing yachts, the often overlooked, never forgotten yacht. <laughs> And we're back. Today's second question comes to us via at Sean Cord. Oh, finally. I know. It's been a long drought for you. Yeah. Whew. Were you getting anxious? It's like a week and a half. I know. It was weird. I'm glad that we've been able to write that ship. <laughs> I got through it, and it's okay. You were a bigger human because of it. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Kat asks us, why are there no new monsters? Well... This is kind of a two-sided question, because okay. there are new monsters, but the problem is is a lot of the new monsters are either based on old monsters, right. just iterations on something, yeah, or the really new and original stuff fail. Right. So nobody watches it, and it's just like, okay, well, you, everyone's going to see the latest zombie movie, or the latest, now it seems to be possession and ghosts sure. are back yeah. and kind of... Yeah, zombies, they're still there, but they're not... It's not the same. Yeah, they've kind of... Walking Dead's there, yes, but movie-wise, like, what are the probably the biggest horror movies right now? Lights Out, Blair Witch, all of that sort of stuff is what's coming, so it's yeah. it's different again. Mm-hmm. Which is refreshing. Yep. Yeah, I'm really enjoying, like, I enjoy that trend, how it's not, like, you get on something for a couple of years, and it's like, okay, zombies, 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 and I was like, okay, we're moving on to... Witches and possession and like yeah I, I do I do appreciate ghosts that. and yeah. that sort of stuff yeah yeah and then you know it's, we'll ride that wave a little bit and then we'll all get sick of that and then we'll move on to something else something else will come yeah. back but there's always and especially in the horror community there's always movies with in every genre of horror that you would want sure because they're easy to make they're cheap to make mm-hmm. so people are making them I think the trick is literally what I just said. If you're wanting more new monsters, when there is a new monster, a new idea, you have to support it well, because that, that will show people that you want something new. That's the thing. Like I think I've had this conversation about theater, oddly enough, and how when you when you do a new work, a lot of people are reticent to go see it because yep. nobody you might not know the playwright or you don't know what the play is about or you don't know anything about it. And so people are less likely to go see that than if you say we're doing Shakespeare yes. or Arthur Miller or we're doing Tennessee South Williams. Pacific. South exactly. Pacific's our play this month. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, I know South Pacific. I know South Pacific. Let's go see that because yep. it's tried and tested and true. Yep. Where you, but last year at Lunchbox, we had a show that was a wild success. It was called Book Club and it was 
very well received just because of like you know you had enough people who went and saw it at the beginning of the run and told everybody about it and said you have to go see this show word of mouth yep. word of mouth and all of a sudden it was sold out for the last two weeks which is great which is tremendous in theater yeah uh, especially here especially here yeah. but I think that has to happen with movies like this where I mean we've talked about critics and how how you know we we don't necessarily take what critics say to heart. Right. But if a critic goes... I think the problem is not a lot of horror movies are critically acclaimed because they're horror movies and they're cheap and they're... Yeah, so you have to go to the actual... You have to go to iHorror, mm-hmm. Bloody Disgusting, Fangoria, yeah. Shock Till You Drop. Go to us Yeah. who Be- actually talk about all of these. Because I know Ebert is dead, but like Sichel and Ebert, Ebert and Roper, they're not really going to review horror movies. Some. Some. But not everything. But not to the extent that iHorror is going to. No, exactly. And not so even close. You need, like, I need to spend more time on iHorror so I know what's coming down the pipe. Yep. And and I think in going to there, then the people who really, really like these, really like monsters and horror movies and stuff, they have an idea of what's going to be good and what's not. Yep. But... It, yeah, it's all word of mouth. And but even then, we can't cover everything because no. there are literally 50 movies a week sometimes, right. especially in low-budget horror that come out. And it's just, can you watch our movie and review it? And it's like, well, maybe we have the manpower to do a few, mm-hmm. but also reviews don't get as much traffic no. as everything else does. So it's like, if are we going to put the time in to do that when we aren't as successful? Because at the end of the day, it has to be a business. Mm-hmm. If we're not as success, as successful doing this than a top ten list, or here's, or an here's some about cool what's toys, coming up. or here's a preview, or yeah. here's all that sort of stuff, as opposed to a review, yeah. then it's hard for us to do all of these little films. Because I like I'd love to. I'd sit and watch one a day, sure. and write stuff if if it was profitable and successful for us to do it. Right, but it's not. So we have to look at what our time is best spent at. Sure. And so in that case, like, sometimes you just have to take a chance and yep. hope that maybe a movie's going to be good. And I've done that, and I've been massively disappointed. And I've oh, done yeah. that, and I've come out and been going, I'm really glad I checked that one out. Yep. And I think with new monster movies, I think that's what you have to do. But the problem is, I think, maybe there's some really good ones, but I think there's a lot of... There's a lot of schlock. There's a lot really of Really bad ones. Yep. And so you have to sift through the crap. And I think people aren't as willing to do that... Because there's so much. Yeah. There's... Because it's coming out in droves and it's just like, which one do you do you take a chance on? If you get burned three times in a row on three different monsters, then what? Yep. But I also do agree that... But you have to be willing to take the chance. Yeah. Especially VOD versus theater is different as well. Because mm-hmm. video on demand is... They don't need theatrical release, so it can be more of a crapshoot. But that's also where they'll take more chances. Sure. Yeah. Whereas theatrical release has to be certain, like it has to make a profit yeah. for who made it. It's the same for everything, right? Mm-hmm. They can't release stuff that is not going to make money. So that's why when you see something new, you need to go see it to show the studios. It's like, oh, okay, I can take a chance with this. Yeah. Or you're just going to keep getting sequels and you're going to keep getting vampire movies and you're going to keep getting zombie movies and ghosts yeah. and but when you think about it, Paranormal Activity was a really low budget, just something different. But at the end of the day, that's still a demon. Yeah. But they're just, they're working on 
a different premise. It's a, sort it's of. a found footage version of a demon movie. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Slash possession movie. Slash, but yes. Sure. But like you have demon movies and you have The Exorcist, but like this one was, you know, it was kind of taking two different tropes and put matching them together. Yeah. So you have found footage, but you also have this. But it's something slightly different. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's still a demon. It's still a possession yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, and I think that's that's why we don't see as many is because big studios aren't willing to take a chance and put out something untested yep. in the big world because they don't know how that's going to go down. And so like... And they need to watch their profits. Yeah. And yep. so they're going with the, with what is tried and tested and, and has been known to bring in money before. So that's why we have four paranormal activities. That's why we're... Or however many there are. That's why we have a remake of The Blair Witch Project, which came out, what, 15 years ago? Yeah. I mean, that's... Not a remake, but yeah. Or a new Blair Witch. Yeah, that's more accurate because technically it's one of... It's a sibling of one of the people who disappeared in the first one is going to try and find out what happened. I see. So it's, it's not a remake because okay. it needs the same continuity. Sure, okay, which... So it's a sequel. Yeah, Okay. essentially. Which is... But it's like a reboot sequel at the same time. So like, you're not crazy off. It's just, it's yeah. not a remake. It's more, they're rebooting the franchise, but they're keeping it in continuity with one, So sort this of. is the movie that propelled it, because there's only been one Blair Witch Project? Three. This is the third. Oh, okay. There was Book of Shadows. Right, okay. Yeah. So there was the first one that was just monumental. Yeah. And I was, I thought it was okay. It was fine. The preview scared me more than the actual movie, just yeah. because, like, I'd see the preview at 1 o'clock in the morning in my dark basement. I was like, oh, God, that looks terrifying. And then I saw it, I was like, oh. Yeah. The end was okay. But, like, at least the the, the idea was there. Yes. And so they took that, and they ran with it, and then they did Shadows. And so this one is, like, a continuation of this, but also kind of being like, okay, we're starting again with this original story as, as our jumping off point. Right. But if this one is big enough then we can kind of launch forward let's from keep here. doing stuff yeah which i get but it's been it's something that there's a name to that yeah people loved the original i think book of shadows was not well received yeah so it it's like <laughs> or there would have been more blutter witch movies that's fair so i guess they're just trying it again yep but i mean things have changed and like i don't but that is something that it has a name it has a cachet right and, you know, like, that's why we see Godzilla and King Kong every... I mean, we talked about Skull Island and, yep. like... Godzilla's got a movie this year. The, a Japanese okay. Godzilla. But, yeah, yes, so they never stop making Godzilla movies in Japan. Right. There's usually a good one coming. Yeah. So there's... there's They just keep churning them out because we know that we can make money off this. Yeah. Once they stop making money on Godzilla or King Kong, then maybe they'll stop. But, like, it just seems like every... 10 years there's a it's like okay now there's a new Kong movie and this one when we talked about seeing the teaser it's like I'm excited for Skull Island yeah and we don't know how much because it's Kong Skull Island so we don't know how much is Kong and how much is the rest of the maybe we'll get more monsters in this yeah and maybe people will respond to this and be like that was a really cool monster I'd like to see a movie based on this monster I don't know like what happened through Godzilla where it's like man Mothra is cool exactly yeah Mothra so maybe we'll get King Ghidorah woo (laughs) branch offs of, of these <laughs> yeah. so yes we can talk about kaiju and yes we know it's been asked we'll get to it maybe but Dave will need some work on kaiju movies yeah it's not my forte no I've seen the, some the blank look I just got on 
Well, you know who Mothra is. Yes. Because Mothra. Yes. But, yeah, King Ghidorah. There was a blank look there. <laughs> I legitimately thought you were just making something up. No, nope, like King Ghidorah. Like, one of these islands on Skull Island was a King Ghidorah, and it's like... Yes, a movie about that. That would be great. Whatever that is. Did you say Kinkadoran? No. Okay. What is it? King Ghidorah. Not uh, one word. I think I said King Ghidorah. Yeah, you, okay. Anyway. So I wasn't right, but I wasn't as far as off, far off as you thought I was. Great. I still did think it was one word, though. Okay. Neat. <laughs> Anyway. He dance fights Godzilla once. We'll move on. Amazing. <laughs> so maybe something will will turn out of that because Skull Island might be successful enough and it's like, okay, well, let's not do Kong, but let's do this other crazy looking thing that we came up with. What's the last new monster you can think of that was successful? And I'm asking you specifically as opposed to me because I have a very different perspective considering what I spend <sighs> the last every day new doing. new monster? Yeah. Jeez, and we're are we talking about like or a new concept for horror even because like the purge worked yeah but that's just people yeah being crazy so yeah yay it was okay a TV series coming probably is and it? it might serve better as that yeah actually I saw I've seen the original and it was the first purge yeah there's three now I think so yeah yeah but the the original with Ethan Hawke and yeah. yeah yeah I saw that one which was just a home invasion movie essentially basically yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. But then there's election year and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Anarchy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, anarchy. I think that was the second one. believe so. Yeah. And then election year was three. Okay. I can see The Purge working as a, as a TV series. Yeah. It's an interesting concept. It is. And I, like, it's not a new monster, but it is a sort of a new concept. It's a different, I mean. It's a, dy- it's a basic dystopian concept. Yeah, because, like, it reminded me something of Panic Room. In the sense that, like, it's a home invasion, and they're in this safe area, and then that ends up, like, kind of going sideways because of whatever, right? And, right. Um, like, obviously, that's kind of where the similarities end, but... Pretty much. But just the idea that they were in somewhere safe, and then something has gone awry to cause them to come out of safety. Yeah. Or to no longer be safe. Sure. But it, the concept itself was something different than what we've seen in a lot of suspense horror movies of late. Pretty so much. So when I saw a preview for it, it was like... Interesting. I'll give that a watch. And it was on the movie network, and so I just yeah. DVR'd it, and it was it was okay. It was fine. Um, but as far as monsters, man, like I can think of recent Kong movies. I can think of Godzilla, but like, well, don't forget like Michael Myers, Freddy, not Mercury, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, they're technically like when we talk our top ten horror villains slash monsters, they will be counted. Sure. Right. So yeah. I mean, we've had a relaunch. We had a relaunch of of. Freddy. Yeah, it didn't go well. No. No. It did not go well. Uh, there's a new Friday the 13th, probably next year. Okay. But it's a new Friday the 13th, so yeah. probably continuing. Rob yeah. Zombie did Halloween. Right, yeah. But yeah, none Rob... of those are new. No, none of those are new. I mean... He did 31, Rob Zombie, recently. House with of... clowns. That's clowns, what 31 yeah. is, okay. right? And I mean... But clowns are nothing new. No. Like, there's been scary clowns for decades. Yep. Between it and, I mean, in real life, there's like John Wayne Gacy is enough to propel anything to. Well, the U.S. is having trouble with people dressing up like clowns and being stupid. Yeah. Which is. Stupid. Stupid. Yeah. It's just insane. 
so yeah, like I don't. That's not really anything new. I mean, in the '90s we had like we had sharks, and I mean, obviously it's not a new idea, but like it was. We had Bring deep blue sea. We 70s. had Lake Placid. We had anaconda. But I mean, like, but that's just creature features like this. Yeah, 50s, 60s, 70s, exactly. Right? So we I just... can't. I honestly can't think of any new ideas as far as monsters go. Cloverfield monster. Sure. I know you haven't seen it yet, but yeah. Cloverfield Monster, if you consider that a horror movie, it kind of is. It's a monster movie for sure, though, right. and it was successful. It was really good. Yeah. And we got 10 Cloverfield Lane just this year. So right. Yeah. Which that's was kind like, of awesome. Yeah. Came out of nowhere, and we all went, what? Yeah. That's awesome. I think I was at The Witch when I saw the preview for that, and I was just like... Yeah. Dude, <laughs> you... You just made that in secret? Yep. Good for you. They did. And that's, that's what's so awesome about it. I love when things like that happen. Yeah. So, yeah, Cloverfield Monster. Um, I mean, what, what was the the one by the South, South African with the aliens? But, I mean, aliens aren't anything new, obviously. No. Are you thinking District 9? Yeah. Not but that's really not really a horror, horror movie. movie. That's more no, like a... it's about apartheid. Yeah. 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 So, like, this is a very good question by Kat because we legitimately don't have a lot of new stuff out there. Yeah. Well, that but that's why, yeah. right? Because what are the most successful, like, what have I been telling you? To, what have you watched recently, horror movie-wise? Again, I, I have to throw this to you because yeah, no, no, I'm no, on a very different plane. Yeah. Like, yesterday I watched The Church, which is from the 80s. Okay. It's a Dario Argento film about... Um, essentially witchcraft and a demon oh. being buried under a gothic church and then in the 80s uh, like a librarian accidentally unleashes the demon oh interesting so then it's everyone who's trapped in the church having to deal with that so it's mostly a possession film was it good? yeah it was it was really good actually Um, I mean I've recently watched The Purge I uh-huh. recently watched the original uh, Phantom of the Opera right but that's Really not a new monster. Really not a new monster. <laughs> and not as, not a, I mean, maybe at the time it was a horror, but it's certainly not a horror by our standards. No. Like. It's not even really a horror. Not particularly. Yeah. Like, in the, the it's description. It's Yeah. For something from the 20s. But even for gothic horror, it's not as scary as other stuff. No. So that's why it's like, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, I've recently rewatched Psycho. Yeah. Which. Crazy person. Crazy person. Purge. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Movies, like, there's been one, movies about aliens, and, like, I mean, there's not, I I haven't seen anything new or revolutionary. No. There's new stories that come with these different, with these old themes. When we, and by we, I mean the West, brought Japanese horror over, and we started getting stuff like Samara. Yeah. Which is Sadako, but Samara. That's The Grudge? No. Oh, no, that's The Ring? That's The Ring. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, like that sort of stuff. But they the are ring, ghosts. You have the ring, the grudge. Essentially. Yeah. Although she's kind of a virus. But still, like, that's at least different-ish. Sure. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, it was just, it was something... An infusion of Japanese horror at the in the late 90s yeah. made a difference. Yeah, because it gave us something unique. Even if it wasn't like, sure, she's a ghost, but she... Slash yeah. fires, but like... She's not just a ghost that haunts a house. Right. It's... She, yeah. 
she's attached to something. Yeah. So it, yeah, that was that was at least something different. Well, I think that's one of the reasons why the ring scared me as much as it did it was Probably. because it was something different. And that and it was amazing. It was amazing. the ring. Ringu is awesome. The book, yeah. Like I've, I haven't seen the Japanese one, but I've seen the. You should. It's so good. Um. Yeah, but I've read the book yep. because you suggested it, and I loved the book. Yeah. House? Is that the Japanese one? House? Yes. Hausu. Hausu. Yeah. Which is, is that house a horror? In English? Sure. Okay, because in the... Like, it's a comedy the... fantasy horror. Okay, because in the description, because I have it PVR'd, and I was like... I made sure. <laughs> why the hell did I PVR House thinking the TV show? I was oh. like, I don't care about House. It's like, no, wait, that's the show that Sean told me. And so then I was looking at the description, and I was like, that sounds amazing. But I need to. I know I'm going to need to read subtitles, and I oh, yeah. was hungover the day that I was going to watch it. I'm oh like, no, no, I can't watch this hungover. I need to be like no. <laughs> lucid to watch yes. this movie. So yes. I elected not to do that. Don't. You have to be in the right frame of mind. You have to want surreal and weird. Okay. Yeah. And hungover is the worst idea possible <laughs> for. How that's what I thought. So that's why I like I've got that one on the PVR, and I was like, <gasps> no, not yeah. today. No. That is not what I'm going to do today. But that's essentially, not to spoil anything, but it's essentially a haunted house, kind okay. of. Yeah. So, again, not that crazy and weird. Yeah. But it's crazy and weird. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I, there's good movies out there, and at least, like, when they come up with these ideas, sometimes they have good stories, despite the fact that it's recycled material. Yep. And that's the important thing, is if it was the same story with the same character with the same setting every time... We would grow weary of it, and... Yeah, it's just we are getting different inter- iterations, but getting something new... If you're okay with a new concept... hmm Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, check VOD, and like I said, go to iHorror, bloody disgusting. Yeah. Fangoria, go there. Yeah. Obviously, go to iHorror first. Yeah. For me. Obviously. But just, if you're looking for stuff, especially in VOD... Or follow people who write for these places mm-hmm. on Twitter because we will talk about horror movies we are watching or most of mine's on Instagram right. because that's where I spend a lot of my time. Yeah. But we'll talk about stuff that's weird and crazy and really fun mm-hmm. there. That might be the best way. And then once you know what we're like, because if you listen to our lists and you're like, man, I like a lot of the stuff that Sean likes, then watch that. There you go. Well, I guess that's it. You, Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we want to answer your questions just like we did today. Hopefully, Kat, you're satisfied with that, because, yeah. We have no real answer. No. It, it's all about profit, and we don't run a film company. So. I mean, Sean basically gave the answer in the first 30 seconds of the of the, the section of the podcast. Pretty much. So we had to expand on it. But, I mean, we yeah. talked about, anyway. Concepts yes. and stuff. Yeah. Or we could just have a good old chat, which we are obviously capable of doing. Want to talk to us on Twitter? Dave can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. I can be found at Sean Cord. That's Sean with a U. And we are at Guys From Podcast. Email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Facebook us at The Guys From. Write it down and seal it in a bottle. But on your way to the ocean, you're attacked by a swarm of bees, causing the bottle to drop onto the sidewalk and smashing. But a gust of wind will pick up the message and carry it through Dave's open office window and 
went into his mouth. Thankfully, there's someone there to perform the Heimlich maneuver on him, but when Dave spits the message out, it catches the breeze again, slapping over top of his glasses and blinding him, and he stumbles around blind, and he stumbles out of the window and falls smack onto the pavement below, and then the message is handed over to me, folded up like a flag at Dave's funeral. Yeah. If you enjoy the Gaston Podcast, tell your friends, tell your family, tell strangers, teach the name to parents. Only you can help our podcast grow. Also, throw us a rating or review on iTunes. Anything, any rating you give us helps. If you like it, just rate it. Give us a hand, guys. Please, and thank you, obviously. I had manners once. We are available on pretty much anywhere podcasts are found, including Player FM, Podbean, and Stitcher, the innovative on-demand podcast app. Hey, Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? Completely anti-horror. It's the 25-year anniversary of the Temple of the Dog album. If you haven't listened to it, I suggest you do. They're doing a small tour in the fall, and I'm hoping to get at least to one of the shows. Uh, But the album is incredible. It's Pearl Jam and Soundgarden together at last. Although, at last, I mean at the beginning of Pearl Jam. Temple of the Dog, 25 years old. Go have a listen. Sean? On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this death Rube Goldberg machine-filled podcast, we also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every Tuesday, throwback tracks every Thursday, movies, Dave is doing Monday Morning Dave, TV stuff, you name it, we're probably writing about it. Yeah, and where can I find all that again, Sean? www.theguysfrom.com You know it. Head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, review, Halloween, retro Halloween. It's Halloween season. If you're not visiting one of the horror sites, and specifically iHorror.com, and you listen to this podcast, I am kind of surprised, I suppose. And if you are looking for a horror movie... Check out Holidays on Netflix. It is a collection of short films by a bunch of different directors, including people like Kevin Smith. They've done a whole bunch of holiday-themed horror, and it's short film collections. So if you're not happy with a couple of them, there's probably one or two in there that you will really dig. So it's like New York, I Love You, except for horror? Kind of, and all based on the holidays. Awesome. Special thanks to The Sweets for our terrific opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. They're getting a lot of gigs, which is kind of awesome. I keep yeah. seeing their, their names pop up on my Facebook. I'm like, good for you guys. Yeah. It's really nice to see. And also, special thanks to those twisted warp minds that come up with the horror movies we love so much. Without them, we'd hardly have anything to talk about this month. This has been episode 137 of the Guys From Podcast, the Hummingbird Podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Taking us out this week is Diatessaron and their song Kite Strings. Remember, you can check them out on diatessaronband.com or their other site, diatessaron.bandcamp.com. Remember, if you have an original song that you would like us to feature at the end of our podcast, send us an MP3 or the link to your SoundCloud along with any information about your band that you would like us to pass along. We are big fans of the indie community, and we want to lend our support. Our email address is guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by Floating. Floating. We all float down here. Classic. Me and my vessel know I'm old and it's time to go. Me and my vessel know I'm old and it's time to go. Cause I was just
So